morning, everyone. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking, cooking it, eating at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a personal chef, a cookbook author. Book number two is almost coming out. Um, and I give cooking classes. I run chop competitions. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I'm happy to do it for you with great passion. <laughs> I love being in the kitchen, especially this time of the year. We've got so much going on. Um, but I like to hear from you guys. So I want to hear from you about your cooking adventures and where you wait and what you wait. Share it your way. Share it my way and then I'll share it with everyone else. So uh, email me, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com. You can join my fan page on Facebook, uh, the Aussie Gourmet. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. ZK, I did it last week. I forgot. <laughs> last week was our first show of season seven. We are in season seven. How crazy is that? So uh, we had a great show last week. We had uh, the team from kosher.com and Gabriel Geller talking about wines. Did you guys go out and buy that Pacifica? If you don't have a minute today because it's Erev Shabbat, Erev Yontov, make sure you go to your local liquor store and get some of those wines that he spoke about last week. But that Pacifica was mind-blowing. So uh, just a little bit of a lineup for for you today. We have cookbook authors Vicky Cohen and Ruth Fox who wrote Tchini and Turmeric, one of the most beautiful cookbooks. And I, when I want to say beautiful, I mean beautiful. I know what goes into a cookbook now after doing mine. And this is outstanding as a book and as photography. You know, Miriam Pascal taught me this about food photography. You want each picture to look like you want to lick the page. And every page is, I know it sounds weird, lickable. <laughs> No, it sounds so weird. I'm sorry. But this is like so, so, so beautiful. And I have uh, the ladies behind the team at Kitchen Caboodles. It's a three-generation store or uh, right here, in, well, right here, right there in the heart of Flatbush. I'm on the Lower East Side. Um, but we're going to talk about how to decorate your table for Sukkot. Great decorating ideas. Pots, pans, kitchen, houseware stores that we – They've, you name it, they've got it in their store. So I'm very excited to have them on the show as well. Just a little bit of a catch-up. I want to share a restaurant that I went to called Boro Boro. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's on the Upper West Side. Um, it's Asian cuisine. They sell ramen bowls, okay? Like that is like every kid's dream. My kids love ramen noodle bowls. Do you like them? Do you like the ramen noodle bowls? Come home from camp. Mummy's a chef. What would you like to eat? I want a Geffen noodle soup. Whack! You know, like, that's insane. I can make you anything. You want duck, you want lamb, you haven't been home in weeks, steak, salmon, you name it. No, I want the I want the Geffen noodle soup. Oh, great. Okay, at least, you know, she has good taste. We do love ramen noodle soup. We do uh, love soup. So um, we went to uh, Bora Bora on the Upper West Side. What a delicious meal we had. Um bayo buns and dumplings and cocktails like I've never seen. Like they were – it was on fire, the cocktails. And he sprinkled cinnamon in it. You can – I don't know if you had seen it on my Instagram story, but that was insane. Make sure you go there. They don't even know that I'm talking about them right now. I'm just obsessed. I've made a lot of recommendations to a lot of people. Go check out that restaurant. Guys, if you've got a new restaurant that you think I should go to, please let me know because I'm always looking for new and exciting restaurants, even across the country. You know, I write for Mishpacha magazine and my articles have changed from being trending in food to city trending where I go or share my experience of where I've been and write about the different restaurants in the different states and countries. Um, working on Prague right now. So, and then there'll be Miami. So we've got always lots of stuff coming up and Toronto did a great Toronto food court and all these will be featured in the next couple of months in Mishpacha magazine. But tell me where I should go. I'd love to hear from everyone, um, you know, different neighborhoods that I should go visit. So... Okay, Flatbush is a big one, right? Yeah, I think we need a... But each section of Flatbush, it's got its own little food culture, right, guys? Dif different ethnicities. We need to get you in a microphone. We're going to bring this up when you're on air. No, no, it's good. I, th I, I, If I can hear you through the headset, that's good. <laughs> the sound is very... Sad. All the traffic on the street also. But, we, you know, he's magic. He makes everything filtered out just right. Okay, so um, Vicky and Ruth, welcome to my show. 
I'm like so excited. Um, we met at Melinda's conference, I think, for the first time, the Jewish Food Bloggers Conference. Yeah. Yes. I think we I guys think at that's, that. That's probably right, yeah. Right. It went from kosher food bloggers to Jewish food media because a blog used to be just www.something. Now it's whatever social media platform you have is your blog. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about how was it writing a book as sisters? Did we fight? <laughs> I have daughters. I only have daughters. Was there any fighting going? We did not. I mean, fight I know you're grown ups. I know you're grown yeah. ups. <laughs> we did not fight writing a cookbook. Did we? Like, I mean, know? sometimes some difference of opinion, yeah. maybe, but never, never fight. Very, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were fine. <laughs> I'm kind of teasing you there. Okay, so did you guys cook as kids? Oh, I never cooked. When I when I came, to, I got married. I came to the states, and I didn't know anything i really had to spend hours with my mother on the phone how do you make this how do you make that how do you so that was uh, i learned from the phone with her telling me a little bit of this and a little bit of bit that, of that. Because right. no, no measurements yeah I, I i have that with my book now with my parents as well like my dad made the best spaghetti bolognese so i had him make it with me pesach time um right after pesach my parents were here and we were making some of the recipes i really wanted for my childhood in my cookbook my dad goes, add a few glugs of red wine. I'm like, <laughs> my editors at Art Scroll won't know what a glug is, so we have to measure it. So, you know what it's like. Okay, let's talk about your backgrounds. You guys have a very interesting uh, uh, route of travel to the United States. You guys were born, both of it, were you both born in Lebanon? No, I was. Just I was born in Barcelona in Spain. You have a very American accent, much more than yours. <laughs> do, do you know that? I mean, maybe I... She's I, younger, I guess. Right. No, I'm, I'm much more... I think I'm more sensitive to hearing voices because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm with not growing up here. So I hear, like, different, you know, variations in accent. Yours is more American than yours. Yeah. So so you, you were born in... You're from, your family's from Lebanon? Yes. Well, my father's from Syria. My mother's from Lebanon. Um, but they, they grew up... My father pretty much grew up also in Lebanon. I was born there when we were, I was 18 months old. We went to uh, Spain. We relocated to Spain. We lived, we pretty much grew up there. And um, I met my husband in Barcelona. He's an American. Barcelona. Yeah. And so moved cool. to the United States. And you were, you were born in? I was born in Barcelona. But there's another sister. There's another sister in the middle. Okay, and she was born also in Barcelona. In Barcelona, and she's in Israel now. She lives in Israel. Oh, cool. Very nice. So, so was it? Different, so different growing up in Spain and, you know, how you're raising your kids in the United States? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I can say that about Australia also. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we, grew up, we grew up in a city. It was, like, very, very different. I guess it would be like growing up in, uh, in Manhattan, really, like a big city. And uh, we had a lot, like, I guess, more freedom to go places, no? Like, we would yeah, we'd Don't need a car. Like, you can walk everywhere. Yeah. Transportation, like, public transportation is great. Now we're in the suburbs and there's, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> right. They live in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Yeah, and but but we were also when we were seven, eight, we would go and buy bread for my mom or go to the local supermarket. Like, we would just walk there. It wasn't like yeah, we, we don't, don't do send that. us like we don't do that. No, now. we don't do that. Like, do you, can you do that in Brooklyn? We need to get the microphones. They can do that in Brooklyn. Five towns, not so much. It's a bit more suburban um, than than that. Okay, cool. So so you came to America when you were in your twenties. Yeah, I was and, twenty-five. Okay, and I was uh, right after school. Around you, like, so you came together almost. She came first. Um, I used to come visit. We're we're ten years apart. So okay, I was still in high school when she when she Me. came here, and I would come visit all the time. Every opportunity I had, I would come visit, and I just loved it here. And once I was done school. Okay, I, I hear it. That speaks to me too. <laughs> For us uh, immigrants to America. You, I, I'm a citizen. I became a citizen about, uh, I don't know, 2011. So, like, I, I'm excited. I was very excited about that. I don't know. If we you... became a citizen, what, five years ago maybe? Not even. Not even. It took us a little while, yes. Well, I it was took us a while. I was here for 19 years before I became a citizen. I took that Pledge of Allegiance. I was, yeah. like, very emotional. Like, in my head I said, still gonna make Aliyah one day I'm still gonna make Aliyah <laughs> but but you know uh, here I am and and you know loving it so you know New York America has a lot to offer and yeah, it's true. we got opportunities like writing cookbooks you know so yes. when was the first thought that you were gonna do this I think it was always since we started the the blog uh, may I have that recipe right in the back of our minds 
Right, you started off with a – right, we should have started with that. They had a blog first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and we started as, you know, a fun thing, a fun way of, um, way of sharing the How recipes. How old is the blog? 2012 we started, February 2012. Okay, about six years, yeah. six and a half years. years. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, then yeah. – Well, some recipes have said – we make this okay let's save this in case we write a book one day like remember we yes. would say okay this recipe is a cookbook recipe let's just save that right no that's good because <laughs> so there are some things you don't share in yeah, on the yes, blog yes. you're saving that for your book yes. yes so we we started doing that like from the beginning but we didn't decide to like write a cookbook until later okay how how long was the process process long. From, long you had to write from a pitch you had to write a pitch and you had to do all that but yeah from beginning to end maybe it was like about a little bit less than three years uh because we wrote a, a proposal we actually hire a coach to write a proposal because we didn't know what, wow. how to do it so that was a long process and um and then we found a an agent and then the agent found us the, the publisher. Amazing. So it was amazing. A, it was a process. Isn't it like holding your baby when you get yes. your book? Yes. Yes. When, when Honey, Absolutely. When Honey Applebaum um, announced her book or when it went to print. No, I think when it went to print, I sent her a bunch of flowers saying, Muscle Top, you know, birth yeah. of your baby. Like it's, it's just, it's like so surreal to hold something that was in your head in your hand yeah like it's it's and then you work for so long right. and so hard and yes it was like and when finally it was like oh we can touch it right no, like, great. It's like, <laughs> the longest pregnancy and delivery ever. Right. that's what i i made all these analogies and when i was announcing my second book i don't know if you caught that i hold my held my first cookbook up with a sign saying i'm going to be a big sister <laughs> yeah i did see that and <laughs> it's like a sibling like you really like yes. my real youngest daughter was not so excited because she felt like a sibling that was neglected yeah. a little bit right now my family my family is like all on i don't know how i'm gonna get together yontif because my book is due in very soon like but we'll make it we'll make it okay so let's talk about why is it vegan are you guys vegan i am you're she a vegan, vegan. I'm a vegan wannabe. I'm like a 90% vegan. Uh -huh. <laughs> like that's pretty, but not 100%. Because Mediterranean quite often is all about lamb and beef yeah. and fish and eggs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love them. I'm always fascinated. Like when I hear someone's a vegan, I'm like, tell me all about it. Like I, I, I love it. I couldn't do it. In theory, I want to do it. I just can't give up the meat. I could give up anything else but the meat. If you're a meat lover, then it's it's, it's definitely It's very fine. hard. And you know what the thing I love the most in the whole wide world is a cold glass of milk. <laughs> I love milk. I went paleo for like a week, which is great because you can have your meat and your veggies and all the no clean dairy, eating. Yeah. But no dairy. I'm like, well, I'll just have milk in my coffee in the morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> almond milk did not cut it. But there's nothing like a glass of milk. So, so... This is why it became vegan because you were already vegan. Well, I was, you know, a vegetarian since I was a teenager, and I just made the the leap to to vegan about a year and a half ago. And um, it, when you merge vegan with Mediterranean cooking, so you get all the flavors that you know people think vegan like all right, salads and kale and flavorless. You add all the Mediterranean spices; it's like a match made in heaven. Right. I, so. I, I want to just, you know, we have everyone who's listening, we have a YouTube channel, okay? Um, everyone can watch this show on YouTube and it's going to be really exciting when I show up the book, but also all the stuff from Kitchen Caboodles. You're just going to go crazy. But um, I'm going to hold up the book so people can see the gorgeous, gorgeous pictures. And this is available on Amazon. I believe we talked about doing a giveaway also. Um, sure. Uh, so look, I'm, I, I don't even, like you want to literally lick them. Lick the pages, Okay. Um, we have that overnight oats. We have, I'm gonna, I don't know what this is without looking at it. Mini spinach pies, waffles. Look at that. Okay. Look at that. Is that not on your Rosh Hashanah menu? I'm, sh I'm showing everyone, right? This is just, it's beluga, 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 beluga lentil and baba ganoush toast. Okay. Like starting. And I was saying before, anything with pomegranates, it just makes everything like rubies and jeweled. Um, makes it festive. <laughs> and especially now, this is like the right time of the year. Have a look at that. This is my – look, I'm showing everyone in the studio. Look at this. It's gorgeous. How did you choose your photographer? Well, I'm the photographer. No way. You? I'm the photographer. I don't know how I missed that. You did this? Yeah. 
wow, now I'm even more blown away. <laughs> um, you know, somebody, I think Nachum interviewed me a couple of weeks ago. Nachum Siegel had me on his radio show early summer. We were talking about my book and other people's books. Um, and I was saying, I'm not the, I'm a recipe developer. I'm not a food stylist and I'm not a photographer. There's a whole new network coming out of women, maybe men too, that are writing the recipes and other photographers, Honey Applebaum, yourself, Miriam Pascal. That I can't, I can't, I can't do it. This is a whole, it's two talents rolled up into one. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. People ask me to write recipes for them and post their product on Instagram. I'm like, you know, I'm not really a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Like each each picture is just really gorgeous. Where did you get your props from? A little bit of everything. Some in Target, some in Home Goods, some in. We didn't go very fancy with the props. It's just like to find the right, the right thing. So you go places and you said, "Oh, okay, this can work." So you but shot you shot the photos in your house. Yes. You went to a studio. Oh. No. Our house. Okay. I also did mine in my house. Yes. It's great. So convenient. I know. <laughs> but I, yeah, because what you have to cook, then you, if not, like if you do it in a studio, you have to bring everything and right, then and probably then you're missing something. And then it's and not kosher. Like, so you've made all this food. They, they've heated it up in a non-kosher <laughs> oven and it goes to waste. Yeah. So I had everything labeled up and put in the freezer afterwards. We were eating the food from the food. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not waste. I mean, some of the food would get eaten immediately. To the, or I had a hot team of people helping me. I saw, yeah. It was a little, it was crazy amazing. But, um, you know, we, we make the soup, we make the salad, we chewed it, we'd eat it. <laughs> but a lot of the meats got like frozen. I'm like, don't you touch that meat. That's beyond. <laughs> okay, and you've got desserts. You've got, okay, you've got a full range of everything that's all vegan. Now, let's talk about what vegan means to people who are not so familiar with it. So vegan is basically no animal product products whatsoever, not even honey. Right, no honey. Uh, no honey. Um, well, the, the more strict vegans go, you know, without honey. Um, but it's no meat, no dairy, no fish, no poultry, uh, no eggs. Yeah. So everything plant based. You can have you can have flour though, right? Yes. Yes. Anything that basically comes from a plant and doesn't have a face. Doesn't have. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. <laughs> I, I never heard of that. Right. I have a friend who's a vegetarian who once said she doesn't eat anything that was a mummy. That right. could be a mummy or a daddy. Well, but, yeah, uh, that's pretty much. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> the same thing. thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I, I had never heard of that like before. Okay, cool. So we have some goodies here that the girls bought me. Now, let me tell you, Vicky and Ruth came from far, all the way from Philly to be here, um, Erev, Rosh Hashanah, a couple of days before Rosh Hashanah. And I really, really, really appreciate it. We're so excited to have you here. Um, you can also check out their blog. May I have that recipe? Did I say it right? Yep. May I have that recipe? Have that recipe.com. Okay. So they bought me some treats. What have we got here? Because I know I love to eat. This is the chocolate bark. As, um, Parv or, or dairy? In the book, it's, it's dairy. If you so use parv. If you ch- if the book is parv. It's parv, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm sorry, it's vegan. It's par, right. Yeah, here we, we happen to use the, the dairy chocolate that oh. we had, but it's a dark chocolate. Um, dark dairy. Dark. Dark and dairy. Yeah, Ooh, dark and dairy. Okay, that's good. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. What brand of chocolate is this? That we use uh, Girardelli. I believe that was mm. it. If not, we use the uh, enjoy, enjoy Life usually, like the Parv one. Thank you, OUD, for making this delicious <laughs> for us. This is amazing. Guys. Thank you. Oh, my God. my It's full flavor there. Ooh. I love the fruit and the nuts. This is so great for Sukkot. I'm still chewing. <laughs> <laughs> Some pomegranates there, too. <laughs> so what you can do, like, I don't know, there's an Ashkenazi. Are you guys... Right. Everyone in the room. Okay, we're the Ashkenazi in the room. <laughs> do you guys eat nuts on Pesach, on Pesach, on, on Rosh Hashanah? We do. We do, yeah. we do not eat yeah. ru- nuts on Rosh Hashanah because nuts um, in, um, what do they call it? Um, the the gematria? gematria means sin, like when you do a sin. Um, so, we, it's a, so, so you would, like we would eat this for um, Sukkot. Mm-hmm. But this is a great Sukkot recipe, guys. You put this on your table on a beautiful platter from Kitchen Caboodles, and you serve this in the Sukkot for dessert. This is outstanding. It's okay. So easy to so easy to make. Pass it around. Okay. 
Okay, what are these delicious things? Very yellow. Does this have turmeric in it? Yes. Mm-hmm. It does, does everything have turmeric in it? <laughs> not no, everything, not everything. But but a lot. It's in the name. Okay, tell me about what, what's this? This is a um, coconut sweet bread, we called it. But Turmeric not sweet, sweet bread. Not sweet bread as in the meat sweet bread. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. No. <laughs> it's a sweet. We, the reason we call it sweet bread is because it's not super sweet. No. It's just right enough like to have it with a cup of coffee. Um, this is our grandmother's recipe. She used to make it every summer when she would come and visit mm. us. And she would always say, can you believe this cake does not have uh, eggs, right? She said, I can't believe it doesn't have egg and it rises and whatever. So... It is delicious, 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 delicious. Wow. I love the color, the the yellow. I mean, turmeric is great. Turmeric has so many health properties, right? Like from anti-aging. I should eat a lot of those. (laughs) Anti-aging and anti-inflammatory. Inflammatory. Big ones, yes. Right. So how how did you come up with a name? I know I asked you that off air, but I want everyone else to. Because it's so hard to pick (laughs) a name. That was very, very hard. That was very challenging. It was very difficult. I I can't sleep because I can't have a name for my book yet. I think the more you think about it, the harder it gets. You just have to let it go and then wait. Just wait until it comes to you. It (laughs) It will come to you. Just receive it. (laughs) Because that's how my first name came. just whacked me over the head. What whacked you over the head? Our editor. Our editor, pretty much. (laughs) What? She came up. She came up with it. We have to give her credit. So she One just day. said, "Call it Tchini and Chimera. So yeah. we we went back and forth with a few names, and she came back with this one, and we just loved it right away. Yeah, and thought it was like perfect because yeah. we do use a lot of tahini and uh, also turmeric. So it was. Like, and you have oh, the two teas also. And, uh, yeah, and the, the TNT. Like I have my like PP this. for Pesach. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. it's yeah. it's really something. It's really something, ladies. We have a giveaway. We're going to do a giveaway for the book. Um, you can win this gorgeous book. You have to follow different rules than we had last <laughs> week. Last week you had to email in. This time you have to follow on Instagram. May I have that recipe? It's a sentence. It's exactly how it's spelled, how you say it. You have to follow them on Instagram and the Nachum Siegel Network. I will. We will coordinate who the winners are. Mm-hmm, sure. Some people don't have Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, you can email me, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com and we'll put you in for the wedding. So just because you don't have Instagram doesn't mean you're you're completely out. TK, a really funny story. About two weeks ago, they did it in the summertime, or three weeks ago in the summertime, they did an encore show and it was must have been a giveaway because people started emailing me. I'm like, no, that show aired like three months ago. <laughs> the winners got their prize. So this, if you're listening to the show and it is past Sukkot, right past Sukkot, we'll do it. We'll give it, a, we'll give it like uh, mid-November. If you're listening to this past mid-November, we'll do it for two weeks, right? Sukkot ends on, on October 2nd. I know that because I'm going to Israel. Oh, good. Um, then if it's past October 2nd, it's over. Okay? So <laughs> but you have until the end of Simchat Torah to enter to win this. You can buy this on Amazon. Where else? It's a Barnes & Noble, Target. Barnes & Noble. Walmart, everywhere. Kitchen Caboodles. We're going to have it in Kitchen Caboodles. Kitchen Caboodles. Okay. <laughs> that is so cool. You have Barnes & Nobles? Yeah. Oh, that would be so. I had. You have to tell me how you got it in there. The, oh, that's your all publisher. The publisher. publisher. The publisher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's Do you track your book on Amazon? See how the prices fluctuate up and down, or has it been out long enough? We have. Oh. We haven't done it oh, yet. Have, oh, the authors. Uh, the authors uh, portal. Is that no, what no, is no, that no, no. But if you like, you can go into Amazon and put in the name of your cookbook, right? And yeah. you see the price. It's like say say it's thirty dollars. So for my book, the further away from Pesach, the cheaper the book it becomes. Yeah, right. Yeah. As it gets closer to Chagim again, the book goes, book up, goes in up in price. So I buy my own books because, you know, I have to buy your own books, right, from the yeah. publisher. So when they drop really low down on Amazon, I buy my own books. <laughs> <laughs> Little tip, author to author. When they're $11, when they're $11, I buy like a case of books. So yeah. actually now is the cheapest we've ever seen it, the uh – now our cookbook, right? It's yeah. like 1650 at, something at, at Amazon. Yeah. On, on right Amazon. Now. And right it's, now. it's a mathematical algorithm that does it. There's no person that's doing it. It's just 
based on some sort of formula that they have. So okay. well, pick, pick this up. Either get it right now, right now for uh, Sukkot, or you can go for Rosh Hashanah. Sorry, my earphones just lost a bit of sound there. Um, or, uh, sorry, CK, it's like a little fiddly. Okay, it's all right. All right. Um, you can pick it up right now for Rosh Hashanah. Sukkot, this is your Tishrei cookbook. Great appetizer ideas, um, main course ideas. You want those lighter meals, especially at night. Yontif is still so late at night. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you don't want a heavy meal. Make something vegan. It's cool. I, I yeah, love it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're going to surprise everyone with this because it does not look vegan. <laughs> Even the front cover, that looks like... Um, Eggs that looks yeah. like shakshuka. It's supposed. Yep, that's, that's, supposed to be. that's our intent. That's the idea. <laughs> right, that's mind. The idea. Absolutely mind blowing. Thank you so much. Okay, great. An amazing show we have. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are so excited to be back here. Second show, season seven, Air of Rosh Hashanah. Very, very, very thrilled to see ZK back in the house. I'm going to pass you these. <laughs> I have to make sure that I feed him, you know. We I ha- always come here hungry. It's so good. Like, I try to tell him when it's dairy, when it's meat, so we can prepare ourselves. <laughs> but, you know, last week I let you know that there was going to be wine, right? We had the we had the Gabriel Geller from wine. So uh, we always, I always like to, we sh- try to share out some of the wine. <laughs> okay. All right, ladies. I'm going to get you guys to maybe okay. switch a little bit. Stick around, schmooze. We'll schmooze it up before we got another... Half hour of our show. Oh, yes. Wait, wait. Everybody, (laughs) whenever I I, I got this book, wait, is this my one? Directly from the publisher. That's yours. This is mine from the publisher that you guys had sent me. And it it came unsigned. So whenever they come unsigned and I have you as a guest, you have to sign the book. So I like that. Right? Isn't it such a thrill, like, when you get to sign books? (laughs) For me, it's cool sounding. My book's perfect for Pesach around Rosh Hashanah time when people come over. I bought your book. Can you sign it? I'm like, wow, it's not even Pesach. <laughs> Use your recipes all year. Okay, I'm, I'm plugging my book, okay? You know that. <laughs> oh, she's writing a whole nice message. So, hi, Kitchen Caboodles, Suzanne, Helen, and ha- Harriet, right? I'm so excited that you guys are here. Long time in the making. Uh, I've, I've got a – we have, a, well, your niece, right? So, it is your niece, so my friend Sarit, which is Helen's niece, has been talking about bringing me to Kitchen Caboodles for like two years, three years, and I just, you know, I think the book just got in the way. So now two books in two years, gone. Um, so we'll be able to, like, get out a little bit more, and we're going to come to the store, and we're going to have a great time. But I said, meanwhile, let's get you into the studio because you have so many great things to show us, great ideas to share Oh, that's so nice. All right. Thank you for having us on your show. Enjoy the recipes, Vicky and Ruth. Have a look. Had a lot of fun. Okay. Look, everyone, I have my own time coffee. If you want <laughs> your own copy, email me, Naomi at NachamSiegel.com and follow and or follow. May I have that recipe and NachamSiegel Network. Awesome. Okay. Great. So you guys want to switch? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Susanna's very busy orchestrating a picture here, but first, well, they're going to you guys aren't leaving, right? Okay, great. Good, good. Afterwards, we'll take a nice picture. We'll send it to Avrami. He's going to put it on the website. We do a lot of, we have a lot of fun. Are these your kids? They are. But so, that was like. So cute. Like six years ago. Oh, really? <laughs> they're all, the big one, the little ones get big, big. and the big ones. Do. do I? Okay. Wait, come All right. Come on, Harry. We need a cheer. Oh, man. All right. We need to get more chairs in. We'll have a word with Miriam. Miriam. Okay. Hey, guys. <laughs> okay. So how long have you guys had the store there for? Uh, about 15 years. 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the heart of Flatbush? Yes. Avenue? Avenue P. And? East Fifth. Okay, guys. Oh, so you have a lot mm-hmm. of restaurants near where you yes. are. We are talking about that before. Oh, yes. I think we need a restaurant crawl. Needs to have food crawl, definitely. Okay, I like that. I love, I love. Beth Warren once took me around. You have, you guys yeah. have Syrian background, right? Yes. right. So we, we oh, she took me to some Syrian stores. The the butcher. I into that. Yeah. Yeah, it could be prime, prime cut. cut. Prime, prime cut. cut. Yes. <gasps> we had a good time over Excellent. there. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. All of our butchers and are we great. Got the they meze. really are. We got the meze with some meze platters. Yes. Um, some dips. I don't know. 
on me Manza, right okay. here. All right. So I want to come on where you'll teach me how to do make all sure. that. I'm, I'm like learning. I did a, actually a kosher.com video with Beth Warren. She's um, fantastic. Oh, love her. Um, oh, we made some yebre. Mm. See? She has it in the book. Yeah. You have yeah. yebre. Right. right. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I saw. I did see that. So we made Yebra on a, on a video. I haven't yet made it again, but uh, like the grape leaves are right. a bit intimidating. <laughs> but we have that with stuffed cabbage also. So it's right. a bit Same of a patchka. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so um, you've been around 15 years. What got you to start a store? Uh, my husband and I wanted to start something. He retired, sort of. So he wanted <laughs> to start something with me. And so we decided to, we loved to buy housewares. That's so we cute. always go shopping for housewares. So we decided we're going to open up a little store. Like it was really one third of what we have now. We opened it up in a corner somewhere and it just went haywire. And then, like, after a couple of years, I started having grandchildren. And then I said, you know, I really want to do that. I didn't want to do the store. She was very, so, very involved with the grandchildren yes. and very. I love that. You know, I just became a grandmother. Oh, so wow. that's so great. It's, it's great. very, like, special. It's very special. And so I closed, and um, for a couple of years I did that, and then I we decided we saw. Wait, oh, I need to, this ain't, no, my sister-in-law Rebecca, who you know very well, called me up one day and she said, "What if I got Martha Stewart to come to your house?" Ah, and I, ah, ah. I lost it. So one day she had told me that she bumped into a friend of hers that was an associate producer. Martha Stewart wanted to do a segment of families that cook together, so she wanted my mother, me, my children. We we did. Supposedly, Martha Stewart was unable to come. We were making sambusak and aja, little Ajadra. parsley. Aja is like a parsley, a little fried parsley laka. Oh, my God, my mouth is warm. Yeah, no, they're delicious. So anyway, so she came, and when she was in my house, in my kitchen with all of us, she said, you have so many utensils and gadgets. And I said, oh, my mother used to own a store. And she said, well, I'm going to send you Martha Rules. You must open again. And that very day when I was driving down the street, I saw a store for rent in the exact spot where she said, if there is a store for rent on Avenue P, I will open again. And that day, it was a store for rent. So, <gasps> Oh, my God. Wait, did Martha Stewart not come? Thought, she did. She did she come. Did she come surprised us. We actually have the clip somewhere. We have to dig it up and post can it on we, Instagram. Can, can, it's a lot can of fun. Can you guys find that? Yes. I would love to see that. Yes, yes. It's oh. it's. Very funny. My Brooklyn accent is very prominent. Uh, in that very, video. very, <laughs> I love that. very so I love that. I once saw Martha Stewart here in Manhattan. At, you know Italy? Yes. Mario Batali's giant kitchen, non-kosher um, supermarket. That There's like one thing with an ocean there. yes. <laughs> there's literally nothing kosher, but you eat with your eyes. You just right. walk to look around and, you know, you get ideas for presentation and kitchen gadgets or whatever. Um, and I, I came out and there was Martha Stewart. I was like going to have a stroke. <laughs> she was very gracious. She took a photo with me. I have it on Instagram somewhere. But it's funny. Yeah, she's she's quite amazing. Yeah, yeah. Woman that is. She's a powerhouse. Like yes. she oh. is. So, so that was. So you got the store. You reopened. And how long ago was that? About fifteen years. Oh, so that's so that's, it's like, that's I'm going to say it's about maybe twelve years. Twelve years. Okay. Um, cool. and then we uh, opened one store. And then the next year, the other store became for rent. We took that store, so we put two oh. stores together, and then we started threw my husband out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if my husband and I could no, work. We, we could, but no, I don't but know. he helps a lot. But we just. But I think that the biggest part of opening was that the the first store we weren't able to put a mikvah kalim there. Right. We had a very hard time. Right. But in this store, we were able to, and that's really where my father came in. Right. And he really pushed for it, and we do. We have a very nice size McFa Kalim in you the know, back. I was going to ask you. That's a game changer when game buying changer. dishes because totally. It's, you know, Bed Bath Beyond's great and all that with a twenty percent off coupon. We have twenty percent off too right. on Oxfam. Right, and, but <laughs> also, we do. We right. have to compete. But you know what? Good for you. And the, that Mick, the having the Mick with the Kalim McFa is a game changer. I am not going to go to two stores. Exactly. Two two stops. We are busy, busy, busy right. people. You want something that has a one stop. Um, Buy it and dip it. We nailed it. We, we totally <laughs> nailed it. We did. Okay, I and love we it. gift wrap. Sometimes we deliver, and we do bridal wishing well baskets. Oh, that's so cute. We do great ones. Yeah, we have some very talented girls working for us. Oh, okay. We really have the best staff. And you can see a lot of this stuff on Instagram. Do you have a website? No. I was looking for it this morning. <laughs> we Not, don't. Instagram is our 
Instagram is, that, is right. No, no, you know what? People have a website. I just like I hardly post on my website. Hardly use. It. I just call it. A, I mean, you guys have one. I call mine my landing page. If you need to just have a bit of info about me, but really everything's on Instagram. Do you find that now? Uh, we need to get you a microphone. Can we? Do, oh, there's. Is there a microphone yeah. on the desk? Yeah. Well, we we do post we do post like weekly you know, on our sites. Okay, we're, ac- we're active there. You're you're still active. Okay, I, I was never a huge um, blogger. Is that right? I didn't really blog. Mine was just a website. Where I'm not really sure even myself what the difference between a website and a blog is. Like you would have a website that would sell items, and you would have a blog where you share your voice. Right, and you, you post. You, you change constantly. Always need updating. I actually found out about tahini and turmeric on Instagram. I follow you. May I have that recipe? Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank yeah. you. All right. So it's good. Everyone's following each other because <laughs> I said it last night. Yes. We all grow together. Right. That's how it works. We all help each other. Okay. So let's talk about we have Sukkot down the barrel. I mean, we all know Rosh Hashanah is like two days away, but Sukkot is kind of like we go from one house to another, right? So I feel like Sukkot is the holiday that the younger generation sort of takes over for the older. The, the older generation does Rosh Hashanah, very traditional, and then Sukkot comes and it's time you to be really, fun. You can show your creativity and get colors and everything. I think, I, just just put it between you, yeah. Okay. Yeah, say that again. Um, Sukkot is really a time for the younger generation who could take over this holiday to show their creativity and get, and get very involved with colors and really show a fun side. Yeah, people, people are going crazy with with uh, Sukkot mm-hmm. you know um, Birch I think did a the event planner did a, a competition how, how he could decorate a Sukkot and you got to you know an Instagram giveaway and it was amazing what what people are doing and what he did wouldn't it be nice if someone did our Sukkot yeah it would be nice <laughs> I yeah we come home to the most undecorated Sukkot because we have no time <laughs> right 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 so so my now, 20-year-old is actually quite artistic, my daughter Gabby, and she made these, like little flower foam balls and mm. she did it. We went to Michael's many years ago and every couple of years she'll go and add more flowers on when they fall off. But, you know, there were great florists as well and you can do DIY and kosher.com has some great ideas. But you can come all the way to Brooklyn or you can make a call. Yes. If you see something on Instagram and say, guys, I like this. Direct message. I need this. Let's, let's see some of the stuff. Or you can watch it right here on the network, right here, right now. And then everything that they are showing is available. You are watching our radio show. You are listening to our radio show. We're going to describe everything to you as we are seeing it right here in the studio. I don't want anyone to miss out on any visuals. Okay, I'm already seeing some beautiful. This is plastic. Yes, they are dishwasher safe plastic. Okay, this a blue plastic cutlery. I've never seen blue plastic cutlery. This is so funky. Okay, and we have some napkins. And this a lot is, everything is disposable here it's like that you're Wedgwood. seeing. It's like Wedgwood. Yes. Very English country. A lot of the royal blue white mixed with the yellow and the lemons. It's very fresh. It's like sort of catching the tail end of summer. I love this. That's oh. a place card holder. It's just you leave it on top. You can put someone's name on it. Okay, so let's let's set this up. Okay, I'm not going to open the package up, but so here we have a, a place a placemat, right? Yes. And now we have our dinner plate, or is this a charger? We have chargers also, but that's a dinner plate. A dinner a plate because it's it's ruffled. Look how cute that is. Okay, now we put the fancy plate on top. Okay, I'm setting the table. Forks on the left, knives on the right. My husband's <laughs> left-handed, and he does it the opposite. Makes me crazy, <laughs> crazy. Spoon on the with a knife, and then we put our napkin. Where would so we, we could put the napkin? We have a couple of napkins that go with it. Okay, just far. remember, just make sure you have your microphone on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we have she's these. Standing up. Yes, now I'm standing up. She's setting the table here. So either you could use a yellow napkin. We have um, these cloth napkins that are ten times washable, or even more actually. They come on a roll. So you could use them as a runner down your table, or you could pull them off, and you could use them as a placemat, a big square placemat, or you could use it as a napkin right on top of your plate. Oh, so you pretty. You can layer it even with another napkin. If you open this and you put this underneath, then you use a napkin ring. You have all these layers. Right, of- napkin rings are really, the last couple of years, become like- Very big. Very big, and very, like, it's the jewel of the table almost, yes. right? Okay. 
Okay, we're doing another color. Yes, and we also have we have a very we have a very beautiful um, rose colored paper runner that hand me the flowers also there. Okay, a paper runner. Paper runner. It has. Uh, so you would buy the whole roll. The whole roll, and you could just cut it to size. You can use it more than once. You can use it in different ways. So it looks like a almost like wallpaper. Yes, this one's a little damaged. We we're using it as a sample. Okay, that's good. But um, so this one has like roses running right down the center. We have um, wood chargers that we thought were really interesting. <gasps> I love those. Aren't those great? Oh my gosh! I People also of... use them as trivets. Oh, that's very cute. I have a lot of boards in my cookbook. Mm. Like I love, I love wood. Yeah, it's really nice. And then we have, of course, bamboo disposable plates. Okay, that's plates. so sukkah, you know. Yes, like it's... this screams sukkot. The um the disposable wooden um dishware. And they come in so many different shapes. Oh. Square, round, this edge. edge. Scalloped. Edge. Scalloped. 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 We have a, a good word. One. Scalloped. Yes. Okay. And we have a million. We have so many different napkins. I, there's every color of the rainbow, every different range, floral, pineapple. This is bamboo cutlery. I love the, but this is probably washable. Yes, it is. You put, buy a whole bunch of sukkot, wash them yes. up in between, toss right. them out afterwards. Exactly. You don't have to store right. them. You, can, you could store them if you want to. Yeah, or just buy more next year. <laughs> that too, yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, we have, we, have, we have so much. We have so much. I kind of had a little supermarket sweep episode this morning in our store trying to come here. So you have two stores now? Right. We have a seasonal store in Allenhurst, New Jersey. Okay, what's... Deal. Oh, okay. Allenhurst isn't New Jersey. It's in like, New Jersey. It's not, it's, it's not Deal. It's next door to Deal. Is that where Broad, Broad Street Donut Co. is? Yes. No, that's in Oakhurst, though. That's in Oakhurst. That's I closer have... to my house. We had them on the show. <laughs> you so did? We had them on the... Remember? With what the donuts? It? Broad Street Donut We oh. had them... We had them, I'll tell you when, January 3rd. I know the date. Because wow. I remember I flew straight to, to Chicago from having them. And I, I was, there was about to be a snowstorm. In, and I had, I had um, I cannot remember her name. I'm getting old. <laughs> I had, uh, I have to look it up. I had a, the owner in and we had all these donuts. Amazing. And then I got a call because it was about to be a snowstorm and I was supposed to go to Chicago for to run a chop competition. Like, we got you on an earlier flight. Can you leave today um, instead of Thursday where the snow was about to hit? So I left today earlier from the studio. My stuff, thank God, was packed. So someone met me at the airport. I went from the studio with all the donuts on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no food. I had well, that was that's definitely me. So I good. just sat on the plane with literally two boxes of donuts, donuts. on my lap. Fruity pebble donuts. And you name it. Because, you know, she was, incredible donuts. she was bringing them in. So, you know, it's six months old. Six months later, and we are still talking about those donuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you have a store in Near Deal. Yes. Is that, it's like on that Main Street. It's on Main Street. On that, it's like Little Main Street USA. It really is. It's very cute there. I'm, very, I'm like, very I wanna, cute. Yes, yes. I've been there. There was a, is there a place called Mint there? Mint in is Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. No, no, no. That I'm thinking. It was some sort of vegan or health restaurant. I went to pay Shiva Court a couple months ago. Down to Earth? Be. I deconstructed vegan. falafel salad or something. Vegan and that's juice um, theory. Nicole's kitchen. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. When, when I come, when I come, I'm gonna to sprout. I don't know. You, you have to come. We'll take you I on know, a vegan. I think you guys are gonna love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I love. It was so different. It was really. You made your own salad, but it was like really unusual. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. We're I all trying know. to remember here. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some of the other stuff that you have here. So I actually, you asked me to bring some gadgets for some things that people can make for Sukkot very easy. We love that kind of stuff. Okay, so we sell this loaf pan. Oh. It's about, I think, 16 inches long. Yeah, um, it looks like a double-sized yes. loaf pan. But it oh. takes one cake mix, one box of cake mix. Okay, I'm going to show it on this. Oh, sorry, CK. Everybody wants to hear it. <laughs> I bang the, the, uh, the cake um, loaf pan into the microphone. Um, okay, it feels it feels very light. It's very light. It bakes fantastic. You can actually make for Yom Kippur your sponge cake in this as a loaf, and you just turn it over, and those legs keep it suspended. Oh, oh. so that it doesn't flatten. Flat. Oh, I like this. It's got these little legs here on the yeah. side. You're not supposed to spray it for sponge cake. Really? So that it climbs up the side and it rises. Oh, I see. I'm not a big baker. I like food. 
as opposed to dessert. Right. So, oh, then, even though then, I love those, then donuts. we'd make a very good couple because I like dessert. Okay, <laughs> good, good. We balance each other out. I love it. I love it. Okay, so this is okay. Um, so this is what you would use to make a giant. You can make long a, cake. A long cake. Could you bake a bobka in this? I'm sure you could. Yes. That would be fabulous. Okay, good because you know bobkas are so in right now. Like really, yes. everyone is. Busy with a bobka. I know. With deli in it, with brisket in it, with, with chocolate. Yes, yes. True, yes. Doesn't Honey Applebaum have a brisket um, a brisket bobka recipe? I think she does. I think like she a does. Beef. Yeah. A pulled beef. And then, yeah. then uh, I know Danielle made the round one with the pulled beef in the center. And then Naomi. Naomi TGIS. Naomi I want to eat her Instagram. I know. I want to eat her Instagram. She's amazing. Shout out to you, Danielle and Naomi. Oh, my God, yeah. That was. Yeah, people are really talented out there. Very. Yes. They really are. Um, we and in here. Very. You know, I'm so excited for your cookbook. Um, so we also have, this is really a, a great thing for Rosh Hashanah. This, if you roll this over your pie dough, yeah, it cuts it into, it makes these slits. Lattice. In, and then, yes, it makes it into lattice. And you just pull it apart and you lay it on top of your apple oh. pie, your cherry pie. Oh, I know. Like, um... What's her name? Has has that on a meatloaf even? She put it over meat. Like a puff pastry? Yeah, our table, Renee Muller did it. Oh, she's fantastic. I know, she's very yes. talented. She, um, she She puts this lattice puff pastry over a roast. Oh. And, and we had, we had, um, we have somebody locally. She used to work in our store for like a year just for kicks. But <laughs> she's so talented. She works with a caterer now, Claudia Bilderici. And oh. she did this. Do you know her? I think I follow her. She's Anyway, so she did this over a little square of puff pastry, and she put it on top of a cut-off green apple, and she baked it. Or was it a half? She peeled it, and she halved it, and then she put cinnamon on it. You can go onto her Instagram and see it. And then all of a sudden, we couldn't keep these in stock for anything. Because for anything. It was like wildfire. She's, she's very creative. Oh, I love that. Okay, so guys, yes. this would be really great for your apple pies. I know that Rosh Hashanah is like two days away, but if you're in Brooklyn, run in and get these from the store. You can order online. I don't know if they can ship it Friday afternoon, so know, you'll get it on tight. Sunday. So, But Sukkot, people, Sukkot. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. We have so many things here. But, okay, no problem. Know. Let's talk about measuring spoons because yes. we can actually remind people to measure properly. And use the right equipment. I think that's what people get confused about baking. People go, oh, I'm not such a good baker. Because you probably, you know, uh, didn't use the right measuring tool. Like these are measuring spoons as opposed to measuring cup. Use a measuring cup, not the jug. The jug is for liquids. The dry is for flour and sugar. And people forget that. A tablespoon is not what you eat your soup with. When I first got married, that was a tablespoon to me. This... Is a tablespoon. Yes. What? What? These what? are magnetic. You're gonna go crazy. I am because I really need to get this. Oh my gosh! So they fit one onto the other. Oh my god! Look, look. Okay, for those of you on Instagram, I'm very excited. I mean, Instagram on YouTube. You ready? Set. Because <laughs> mine are flying all over the place in the kitchen. They are, and even when you open your drawer, there's like a million teaspoons and yeah, tablespoons yeah, yeah, yeah. all it's over crazy. the place. And so that's the magnetic. And if you opt. Out of magnetic, we have these. They snap into place if you like oh. plastic. This is my flashing. This is my milk. Exactly. Oh, I love. Exactly. Oh, this is very good. Ah, oh, nice. See how it snaps? One falls into the other, or else you have them flying around like I do. Okay, very neat. This is very neat. I should get this for Melinda Strauss. She yours, like, she's very neat. And this is yours. And this is yours. Thank you for having us on your show. Oh, that's so nice. And yeah. <laughs> Did you hear this? You don't hear this. Do you hear the, the siren? siren? I heard the so siren. It goes yes. into my head with the ears. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wow. This is so cool. I can't wait to use them. All right. We'll do a little Insta story something with this. Okay. Okay. Because okay. we love apple pie, actually. So. Oh, I'm yeah, sure yeah, you make yeah, a great yeah, apple yeah. pie. I happen to not have a big sweet tooth or a big baker, but I happen to love pie, making mm. pie. So we will get busy with that. Okay. So am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? A mini chopper? This is, yes, a mini chopper. I actually brought Oreos with me. I don't know which bag they're in, but so this, this little mini chopper can do anything. Walnuts. Oh. Chop walnuts in like three pulls. So this is definitely your Pesach thing, your, your go-to Pesach. When you come on for the Pesach show, <laughs> just remember, write it down. Okay. This is actually 
right from my house. I grabbed a thing of Oreos, and this can do salad dressings. It could do hummus. It could do tahini. It could do um, guacamole. I did like 10 Oreos in this on uh, on Friday, actually, and I put it into everyone, my batter. Just, into show, show them. Show, ZK, show what everyone's doing. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, this is what happens when we have a little demo on the show. Everyone I put pulls too many out Oreos their, in there, their, I think. Their, their phones. <laughs> yeah, the blade is so sharp. Send me the clips. <laughs> Only when people are videoing me did I have an issue. <laughs> I know. That. I but it really, look at that. I scrub a cooking demo when I'm in live in front of people. Yes. But it really, and instead of taking out the food processor, you crush up your Oreos, your walnuts, make salad dressing, and it makes a lot of salad dressing. It really holds a lot. My it kids, my, my kid would make dressing with that just because <gasps> she loves it. It's so like, great. And it, it, it emulsifies like it, it really well. It really, really does. It looks like a fun thing to get the kids involved in the kitchen. Who wants to pull the... Exactly, exactly. No, it's really great. What I, brand is that? I've never this seen is from Xylus, this one. We have two other kinds. We have a really big glass one that um, a customer of ours came in and she uses it to chop tuna. She puts four cans of tuna into it and she just... Fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, it's not electric. You can use it on Shabbat. I mean, if... No. Yeah, amazing. Really great. Yeah, great for Yom Tov also, yes. No, I, I'm, I'm absolutely loving that. I've, I thought it was, I've seen the ones where you go like this. But that, they're a little bit hard to store when they have that. Yeah, yeah, well, I put it in my garage because I couldn't keep it in my kitchen. <laughs> it had too many pieces. I don't want so many yeah. pieces. Yeah, no, this is small. It's very compact. Okay, yeah, cool. Very compact. So. Oh, we're going to use those cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not wasting those Oreos. Pour okay. them into your batter, into your loaf pan. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Cheesecake. I'm thinking That's cheese. what I did. That's cheesecake. Exactly. You can make a cheesecake mm. loaf. Okay, we are writing recipes as we speak right here. Okay, what what other goodies as we've got? Have we come into our last nine minutes of the show? We've got okay. lots to show you today. We Boxes. They have... literally bought the kitchen oh, sink. I can't open that box, right? I'm going to sip of my coffee. So we, do, mm. we do a lot, a lot of Lucite. We design our own line of Lucite. What does that mean? So... um. Being that everyone's summers and they entertain a lot outside, everybody wants to see what's in platters and everything wants, everybody wants everything covered and contained. Right, So right. Um, we have our own line of acrylic, clear, storage, candy, fruit, salad containers. This is like oh. the tip of the iceberg. Oh, really? Yeah. This, this is, is great, especially, guys, for Sukkot. So this this one oh, actually oh, oh, is oh 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 my god yeah this is really great I am freaking out here so it has a little hinged top so that kids don't have to what do I do with the top and then it falls and then it cracks and then in yeah. the closet you don't do you know, know where how it many is. cake domes I've lost so we have we have we designed our own cake dome it's a rect we have a couple of size rectangles we have if you look through my Instagram you'll see crudite in a beautiful clear box and it's. They're great. They're how, really great. How do you spell caboodles with a C? C A B O O D L E S. Okay, it's not with two. Not it's not kitchen with a K. Kabo I mean, it's kitchen with a K and then caboodles we a little, with a C. Yeah, we didn't love the whole K K thing. Yeah. We went for K C. K C. I we like that it better. I know your T T and I know your N N. Right. But and P P and P P. Right. <laughs> that sounds weird, doesn't it? Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is so cool. I'm like loving this. Mousse, trifle. You can put biscottis, cookies. Wait, does this come? This part doesn't come. Doesn't come off. No, that's why it's it's so fantastic. It's you could use contained. it outside during Sukkot. You could do it during the summer on your porch in the fall. You, you can't even leave bake it. in this. You don't bake in this. You no, serve in. You this. serve in it. This is a serving receptacle. I, I like that. I really, really, really like that. And what are these retail at? Um, they're about forty. They they range in size and shape and heights. So like forty to fifty dollars. You know what? What a great present. Yes, You're going out fantastic. for lunch. I think you know you can bake something in and give it to them, and you know they don't have to worry about toiling, even though you can. But still, it is. in the store, right. you know, the, you know, people we have, have a lot of people coming and buying these on perm, and and putting their own baked goods in this, and giving oh, yeah. it as a gift. We're it's always really planning nice. ahead. We're talking on last <laughs> week's show. I listen to this. We had um um. Kim Kassar on the show. She does kosher.com and she's the VP of marketing for Keiko. We start the show off. She goes, so I said, I'm like, welcome to Tishrei. She's like, okay, so we're working on our Passover products. Oh. <laughs> They're already a step ahead. So we here we are thinking, you know, Purim. Oh, well, we have to always think of holidays. Yeah, I know, right? Like in the fashion world, right? Even though it's coming into the fall for us, they're already working on next year's summer line. That's right. So we do that with food and and 
kitchenware and all that. So um, besides all this beautiful decorating stuff, what have you got in terms of pots, pans, knives? What's your favourite knife? What's your favourite pot? So we have we have everything really from Allclad to we have a private label pot that we love. Not right. private, not private label of ours, of a different companies. But um, I love that. we cool. really sell so many of them. They're lightweight, they're nonstick, they're ceramic coated. Um, so if you want to have stainless pots, we would always recommend the old clad. If you wanted something a little bit cheaper, we have a glass top ceramic pot. We have um, La Crusette. Yeah, that's, Oxo, that's green, always right. You know, if you had to recommend a La Crusette, um, you know they're on the higher side because they're made with really expensive steel and and iron, right? And iron is not cheap. When you look at the stock market, you'll see it's not cheap. I. Would you go with a Dutch oven? Yes. yes. Right? I, I would. Searing ribs and cooking. Well, I think being Sephardic, any kind of beans that you make in a La Crusette pot or any kind of marshi, which is stuffed, any stuffed vegetable, it just, it does this like magic infusion. I, I don't know what with, it is. With using a Dutch oven. Yes. Well, with, with La Crusette. So a Dutch oven, I think, is just the most all-purpose shape. Right. You can use, you could do a roast. What did you say? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done I've done a Stews roast and I've done roast. ribs. Um, I learned to eat merchi from Sarit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we were there on Pesach, um, and we we she made merchi zucchini, mm. and it was outrageous. I've done onions, I've done merchi onions, and but like unless you have a Sephardic grandmother, it's not the right. same. You know, Ashkenazi, it just you have to really learn how to do it properly. Right. So. Ashkenazi, if you just take a, bo- a keg of sugar and you dump it in, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I'm proud of it, you know. But but uh, it's definitely a, a different flavor profile. If you had to summarize the two, this is for all of you, maybe your background, Lebanon and Syrian is different flavor profiles. What would be the two spices that you use the most? Cinnamon and all spices. but really tamarindi oh, paste is... It, is that, the that's hands ta- tamarind, down. Right? Tamarind right, right? And yeah. you guys? We actually use more the pomegranate molasses. I think yeah, that's that the difference. It's a very similar yeah. tang. Yes, yeah. yeah. But we it go does. with cinnamon a lot. For, the savory, yes. for savory dishes, yes, the cinnamon, too, yeah. Right. I, I, I put a lot of cinnamon and cumin together. That's mm, like if delicious. I could do a marriage of two flavors, um, it would be cumin. Well, I was scared with my Pesach book. Cumin's just become like in the last five years, kosher Pesach. The OU was made at kosher Pesach. Um, and I had so many recipes with cumin in it. They're like, pull them, start putting out some of the mm-hmm. recipes with the cumin. I love it. I yeah, could it's like delicious. It is. It's really good. We we use it in right. potato salad, a cold potato salad. Okay, um, that sounds yum. Yeah, excellent. Okay, good. I'm gonna keep going with Syrian that. Syrian dressing is just lemon, cumin, oil, salt. Sometimes lemon, garlic. cumin, oil. So I think that's what Sarit does. Yes. She does a lot of salads with 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 the cumin in it. Just but what do you say? Cumin, right? Cumin. Camun, Camun, Camun. We say Camun. And what do you say? Camun. Yeah. When we speak Arabic, it's Camun. Well, you're, you're Syrian, <laughs> right? Yeah. Your dad's yeah. Syrian. So yeah. Right, but I, I, in Australia, it's cumin. <laughs> in America, Everywhere else, it's cumin. Right. But I, I walk into a supermarket and say, "Do you have Camun?" And they look at me <laughs> like I have three heads. <gasps> oh my gosh, DK! Two minutes, less than two minutes. It's crazy. A show can oh. go so fast. There's any giveaway? Oh, we got to do a giveaway. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have a. It's already a $50 gift certificate. It's already here wrapped up. We're going to have to mail this to you. Um, So what you have to do, we're going to do it together. We're going to do, no, you're going to, you're going to send the publisher and they'll send you the book. But if you want to win, you'll get them separately. But it's, if you want to win the book and the Kitchen Caboodles gift certificate, make one super Tishrei giveaway. All right. You ready for this? A $50 gift certificate. You have to follow Kitchen Caboodles, Caboodles with a C, Nachum Siegel Network, and may have that recipe, all those three. That's the rules. If you don't have Instagram, I don't want you to miss out. So you have to email me, Naomi, at nachumsiegel.com, and that way I'll put you into the drawing so no one should miss out. But this was incredible. This is so generous. Both of you, thank you so, so much. I cannot believe that. Thank you. Thank you for having Thank us. Oh, my yeah. pleasure. This so is fun. great. Let's cook together. Yes. Let's be together. Let's grow together. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nacham Siegel Network. I want to wish everybody Ketiva v'chati I had to say it slowly. 
RZK, Shana Tava to you and your family, Nacho, Miriam, Yoni, everyone at the network, all my friends, all my listeners, all my guests. We have music sponsored by our friends at Lich from Kedem up until Lich Benching. I'm getting that right. I'll get back into the groove. Shabbat shalom, Shana Tova. See you after Sukkot.